We're talking a bit about what's going on in the labor market these days, right? And we heard that there is a bit of a contradiction happening there. And I think one of the reasons why people even consider changing jobs these days is because they think, you know what, I need more time. I need a better work-life balance. Well, there's a really interesting new survey that just came out on this. It's a Remote, a global HR solutions company. They've released a ranking of the top 10 countries with the best work-life balance. Where do you think Canada came out on that? Well, it turns out, according to Remote, we are in ninth position. So that means that we're okay. I mean, still better than a lot of other countries out there, right? Because they evaluated 60 different countries with the highest GDP on factors such as statutory annual leave, sick pay, maternity leave, healthcare, overall happiness. Number one on this list, the number one country with work-life balance, New Zealand. They had a happiness index of 7.2, work-life balance score of 79.35. By the way, the average work week in New Zealand, and this number blows my mind, is 26.3 hours, and the minimum wage is just about $20 an hour. That's uh, that's pretty darn good, I would say. Uh, let's talk about where we are in all of this. What's Canada's work-life balance really like? Michael Holinsky joins us now, a professor of organizational behavior and human resource management at the Toronto Metropolitan University. Michael, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So how much better can Canada do in terms of getting our employees a work-life balance? Well, like any, like any country, like any organization, there's a lot more that can be done. Uh, and if you talk about from a federal level, there can be more uh, incentives and encouragement in terms of uh, better support for employees and encouragement of organizations to offer policies that are family-friendly uh, and not only encourage organizations to offer those, but actually uh, include that in policies that, that the government can manage and implement. Okay. What is the benefit to an employer to doing this, though? Well, if your employees have a better work-life balance, they're likely to be happier. They're likely to be more productive. There's a lot more research that if you can, if your employees are, are happier, they're more productive, they're less likely to leave, they're going to stay. Um, there's many, research indicates many different types of benefits for both the organization as well as the employee. Right. Are, are companies thinking about that, though? Well, they should be. Over the past couple of years, the Great Resignation has kind of told us that if organizations aren't concerned with leaving people, with people leaving, then they have to be very much concerned with um, how they're going to attract and retain and maintain their productivity. In fact, you know, don't just take existing research for an example. Look at what organizations are currently doing. They're currently trying to offer uh, remote or um, remote workplaces or hybrid workplaces. This is something that organizations are not prepared to offer or not prepared to do from an operational perspective. However, in order to maintain workers, trying to keep and attract workers, have to do this. So they're not prepared for it, but they are cognizant if they do not uh, meet or come to what employees want in terms of work-life balance arrangements, uh, then they're going to lose their workers. Is that what you think we see happening out there? Like, are people actively choosing a job that gives them better work-life balance? Oh, absolutely. And it's not just the Generation Zs, which some of the reports suggest. It's many different, uh, it's all the generations. We've learned so much over the past couple of years in terms of uh, shifting our values associated with work-life balance, uh, among other things. Uh, And this is something that, at least for the near future, is something that employees are aware of and organizations have to be cognizant over 
Okay, so when you say in the near future, do you think things could change? Just the labor market can change, right? Absolutely. Just like it shifted one way, um, it can definitely shift the other way. Think of like the housing market, a buyer's market versus a seller's market. Uh, throughout the past couple of years, employees could pretty much leave their job and pick up a job anywhere they wanted. Uh, as that shifts and as job mobility decreases, I would suspect that organizations are going to be less generous in terms of their work arrangements that they allow their workers to go into, uh, as well as the offering in terms of the family-family policies. Yeah, I wonder if that's starting to happen already. Michael, thank you so much. Thank you very much.